Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Brendan Hauser with Evoke Bike. So I don't give too many race sim workouts. I think people have enough group rides or sims can be hard for people to actually grasp the goal of the workout without just like going ham and trying to throttle yourself to death because I, I don't think training wise that's actually the best way to do it but I've had questions about the breakaway and how a breakaway forms and how uh, you know getting in the break can be really hard and driving a break and getting into it and actually staying away so that the rubber band snaps a little bit is riding very hard and some athletes either drop themselves out of the break because they're just not realizing that, you know, it's going to get easier, but yeah, you're going to go extremely hard to actually get away and let and have the whole group behind you give up chasing or be like, forget it. We'll see them in a little bit. So I was thinking, what's a good way to put together a workout? And there was actually one from a guy had showed me when he sent over this question called dragon tail from trainer road and is it dragon tail i feel like it's dragon tail or something like that and i sort of tweaked it and flipped some of the numbers made some of the stuff harder because i don't think they make some other workouts with the point hard enough it's almost a 50 minute set and there needs to be some play with how you approach this because where you live you might not have a nearly an hour of just straight road or an awesome climb or whatever so don't get too stuck up in the minutia of the exact details. And I'm happy to try and post this file maybe in the Discord or whatever. Um, and there's a range, right? Maybe the first time you start with the lower range of the watts to just get a sense for how it's going to feel. Um, then you can add watts as you move on with it. If you do this maybe in another block of training or you do it another weekend, if you don't have group rides around you, this might be something good to do. The rest is pretty short in between each little interval, just between 30 seconds to a minute and three minutes between the sets. There's three of them. So really hitting some high notes. I very much believe in lactate clearance work. And while we have the target here set at 80%, which is like, damn, that's the recovery. That's what it's like pushing a break. It's not go hard for 30 seconds and then coast, which is what some group rides end up being uh, becoming for people. And I just don't think that's really the best way for you to train. So I'm trying to think of the best way for me to, but maybe I'll, I'll cut and paste this in the podcast notes. So you don't have to write these all down, but start off with a minute at about 115 to 120% FTP. I would say a minute that is challenging. If you are a very aerobic athlete or maybe this isn't a diss on triathletes. A lot of triathletes have a hard time going over threshold because they've trained for so long right around there or just above that, which we won't get into that. I think that's probably a mistake too. But um, something that's hard for a minute, 30 seconds then, we'll just call it tempo. You shoot for 80% FTP, then another minute at slightly less than what you did the first time. So say you did 120%, then maybe 115. You want to be well over threshold though. 30 seconds again at tempo, then a minute and 30 at like what most people would know as super threshold, 110% of TP, 30 seconds at tempo, another minute and 30 seconds, like 105%, 30 seconds at 80%, and then two minutes just above threshold, 
really churning 45 seconds uh, this time down a tempo, kind of an arbitrary, like, yeah, you're getting tired. I'm going to give you 15 more seconds of quote unquote recovery. Three minutes of threshold again. And then you get a three minute rest. And when you're resting, you know, 50, 60% of TP, you might be dead for a couple seconds right after coast a minute, but really you're going to consume more lactate when you pedal around endurance pace. So do that and then do it two more times. That's going to be 15 minutes because at this interval, it's each one is about 16 minutes. And then with the three minutes in between, that's 48. Yeah. So really solid session and you should get those race sensations going. I had an athlete that did this and I just <laughs> I laughed. This is a brutal workout. I feel like the dragon kicked my ass on this one. Because I, I was calling it Duck Dragon for a little bit, but then I realized I shouldn't be making up weird titles because it's just going to confuse people. So now I call it Breaking Away or Descending Lactate Clearance. This is a brutal workout. I feel like the dragon kicked my ass on this one on the first interval. I think I got it. Second interval, what the hell am I doing? Third interval, totally brain dead. <laughs> Felt really good to push the legs. Think I'm going to recover and hit the gym later. And so... With the thoughts on race simulations, I think that, you know, if you've been doing this for a while, you know them as kitchen sink workouts. I don't think we need to be going out and throttling ourselves as much as we used to. It's like, it's the weekend, got to get one endurance ride and one mega banger. Because what is that really training? A lot of times, you know, the races, it's the day to go perform and race and super hard. And so if you don't have a lot of races, I could see why you'd want to do that. It's more of like a litmus test. But I would ask yourself, what are you getting out of that session? I think that this would be a more focused hour. And then if for some reason you felt like you needed to be doing more, add on different intervals. I gave Josh a workout for the trainer that had different over-unders, different VO2 max intervals, some with just a hard start. And it ended up, he ended up setting a two-hour lifetime PR from then until four hours. So it was a crazy mishmash of what looked very challenging. I tried to do it on the road one time, and I couldn't complete it. So now I feel like I need to circle back just to see what that felt like because I never give an interval unless I've actually done it. And so this should at least just get some juices flowing of, hey, what are some good sims that I could do if I need that in my training repertoire? Try some descending lactate clearance or make it be your own type of breakaways. Um, you know, we've talked about some of those in the lactate clearance blog, some with like really aggressive hard starts and then riding above threshold at some point. Do that for nine to 20 minutes and to figure out how many of those you want to go for. Other good sims that I've really enjoyed long rides with like going after five to eight minute KOMs put them throughout the ride while I, I think any coach could say, well, what are you physiologically doing on that ride? Is it as the best VO2 max workout possible? No, I don't think it's the best one, but I think it's very race specific. And I think there's a mental side to that. And so that could open up a whole other can of worms of, I'd be totally fine if someone came back and said, hey man, I'm working on the mental side. That's what this kitchen sink does for me. Cool. If you really think you're getting something out of that, then it's a worthwhile session and there's not going to be 
a perfect way to do this for every single athlete. You got to go athlete to athlete. What's available to them? What are they good at? What do they need to work on? What are their events like? Blah, 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 blah. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple, please leave us a five-star re- review. Greatly appreciate it. Really helps us out. Share the podcast with a friend. Hope you are getting ready to crush. I've said it for the past 17 podcasts, getting freaking antsy to go race. Hope you are too. Best of luck with everything. We'll talk to you soon. See ya.